R. Kelly's conviction on Monday does not mark the end of the singer's legal reckoning for his alleged sexual crimes against women and underage girls. Far from it. Kelly still faces criminal charges in three other jurisdictions. WBEZ's Patrick Smith reports on how the trial that just wrapped up in New York could affect R. Kelly's federal case back home here in Chicago. Sergio Acosta says, of course, federal prosecutors in Chicago are studying what just happened in the New York trial. Both sides are going to go to school on on, uh, that first trial. Acosta is a former federal prosecutor, and he worked several cases where defendants went to trial in other jurisdictions before he prosecuted them. You want to see what the tactics were, how they went about it, uh, what was successful, what wasn't successful, and then try and adapt uh, your case to, to prepare for that. Yeah, we'll be reviewing the transcripts and saying what we can can glean from what happened in New York and how we can use it to our advantage in Chicago. Defense attorney Steve Greenberg has represented Kelly for years, but he was abruptly fired from the singer's New York defense team before trial. He still represents Kelly in the federal case here, and he has some pretty strong criticism of the attorneys who replaced him in New York. Where I think they missed the boat in the New York case was um, that they tried to sort of victim blame when really the sex wasn't an issue, but they played right into the government's hand by allowing the sex to become the focus of the case. In New York, Kelly was charged with racketeering, that he used his managers and aides in a criminal enterprise to provide a supply of girls he could abuse. Greenberg says sex was secondary to the government's case, and Kelly's defense team made a mistake by aggressively questioning the victims about their sexual histories. The focus of the case should have been that they don't have any evidence that he was running a criminal enterprise. So while everyone is focused on on the sex and maybe there was some underage sex and there was some kinky sex and there was some weird stuff going on, that's not what he's on trial for. Greenberg says the goal in a Chicago trial would be to keep the focus off of the sexual elements of Kelly's alleged crimes as much as possible. But Renato Mariotti, a former federal prosecutor in the Northern District of Illinois, says the charges in the Chicago case will make that almost impossible. Mariotti says the Chicago case is much stronger and more straightforward than the one that just ended in New York. Prosecutors here have charged Kelly with creating and obtaining child pornography and then using his wealth, fame, and power to keep his crime secret. I have obviously not viewed or seen these images and movies, but I suspect they depict sexual activity with underage individuals, and the prosecutors feel pretty confident that they can prove that. <clears throat> and so where do you go with that if you're on the defense side? I mean, it's very difficult to defend because there's not a lot of legalism to it. The jury is not going to have a lot of sympathy for that either. And either you're the guy who made the video or you weren't. And so it's purely a factual question. Perhaps one of the biggest questions, given Kelly's conviction, is whether prosecutors in Chicago will bother with the time and expense of prosecuting a man who is already facing decades in prison. Acosta points out that right now Kelly is convicted, but he could appeal and get the conviction tossed. If he prevails on appeal, you don't want to have given up the opportunity to uh, pursue justice in your case as well. You don't want to give up and walk away from strong charges uh, if, uh, if there's an appeal that could result in a reversal of a conviction. Mariotti believes the conviction in New York could prompt Kelly to seek some sort of deal with prosecutors to avoid another trial. A status hearing in the Chicago case is scheduled for October 20th. Patrick Smith, WBEZ News.